0: The following has been recorded remotely under strict social distancing protocols. Ladies and gentlemen, the Roosevelt players proudly present to you the continuing adventures of Sam Subtraction Math Detective. <laughs> Episode 9
1: You can get the check, man. Summer came on quickly in Burlingame this year. We were barely out of May when the weather turned from the lovely mellow spring to a feisty blistering heat of summer. I could barely make it from the car to the curb without breaking a sweat, and by the time I made it in the office, I was fully drenched. My partner, addition, Alice, didn't say it but I could tell that she was shocked by my weathered appearance.
2: Hot enough for you, Sam? You could say that. Say that? That it's hot. They say it's the hottest day of the year so far. Doesn't take a scientist to tell you that. Might be a record. Yeah? For the date. Yeah. Hottest ever for May Day. It's hot. Might make it to triple digits.
1: Like I said. It's hot. As hot as chili peppers in a frying pan. Sam. As hot as wool sweater in the Alabama sun. Sam. As hot as barbecuing in the steam room. Huh? As hot as... Sam. It's it's hot.
2: And getting warmer.
1: Yes, but what about business? Business? Is it heating up too?
2: Not especially. Haven't had a call all day.
1: Hmm. Well, man the phones while I go dry off.
2: No problem. I'll just sit here working on my Sudokus. I'll be in my office. Okay, Sam. Hey, Sam? Yes? Don't go too fast. Too fast? You wouldn't want to break a sweat.
1: I made my way into my office, settled onto my couch, and grabbed the newspaper. Typical scenes for the day's news. Other than the hot weather, the Giants had lost, the A's had lost, and the Warriors hadn't played. At least I had the funny papers to keep my spirits up. I was just starting to contemplate when I should start my mid-morning nap when the phone rang.
2: Hello? Uh Uh-huh. Of course, of course. We'll be right there. Wake up, Sam. A case? Yes, and it's a doozy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and time is of the essence. The essence? Yeah. Essence? Means we gotta go. I'm up.
1: I peeled myself off the pleather couch, grabbed my hat and made my way to the car as quickly as I could. I had missed parking the Rambler under a tree by only a few feet. And while my car was clean of any of the bird's special presence, the interior was as hot as a flamethrower in a volcano. I barely could touch the steering wheel to drive as we made our way down the tree-lined Carmelita to Neil's Coffee Shop on El Camino, seeing there were a few rowdy patrons that needed help understanding the bill. While this wasn't the most spectacular case to solve, it would pay the bills and maybe me give me enough to spring for a new air conditioner, or at least a very nice block of ice to sit on. In any case, addition filled me in more as we drove to the cafe.
2: This one is crazy, Sam. Oh yeah? It's actually a math crime in progress.
1: Real time? Why didn't they just call the cops?
2: They may have.
1: Oh, you
2: mean? Yep. I would expect to see your old friend Inspector Rote there.
1: I was afraid you were gonna say that. Rote and I had long known each other. Our rivalry went back years. We both first met each other in school where we were both known for our math abilities. Or I should say, Rote was known for his math abilities. Always the fastest in class at solving problems, Rote felt speed was a sign of a great math detective and quickly joined the force as one of San Francisco's lead math detectives. I took a different path. Knowing that speed was often the enemy of great math thinking I believe that learning math was about choosing to concentrate more on problem-solving skills and creative solutions, not on memorization and speed. Rote and I were on opposite ends of the spectrum, and we had no issues with showing each other how much we despise one another. We didn't see each other much, which was fine with both of us, but it seems like this problem gave us no choice. I could barely get out a friendly hello when seeing him, but I felt I had to do it for looks in front of the client. When we pulled up to the cafe, there was Rote, outside practicing his multiplication facts. I can't believe they had to call you down here, Rote. Ah,
0: Mr. Subtraction. I see you're still late to the game.
1: We were only called in because the starter is starting to fade.
0: Well, I wouldn't be in too big of a hurry to jog in from the bullpen just yet.
1: No. I'm already halfway there.
0: You better look again, because I think you're either a quarter or maybe even only an eighth moving towards a
1: sixteenth. A math insult. Why I oughta...
0: Go ahead and
1: try.
2: Fellas, fellas, knock it off. Ah, you're right, Addition. We have a job. And we'd better start acting professional. Hard to
1: do with an amateur-like rote around.
0: I'm the one with the badge.
1: And I'm the one that's gonna get this case. You think so? I think it's as sure as the lunch I grabbed here last week. What do you mean? Let's just say the case. Yes? Like the lunch? Yes. It's in the bag. We walked into the cafe to find four people sitting around a table arguing. The waitress was trying to steer the conversation back to the bill, but having no luck at it. I don't know if math was going to help this argument out, but we were going to have to give it a try.
3: Hello? Oh, hello. You must be the math detectives we called for. I'm so glad you're here.
1: Yes, I'm Sam Subtraction, and this is my partner, Addition Alice. What seems to be the problem, Miss?
3: Hopper. Miss Grace Hopper.
0: What seems to be the problem, Miss Hopper.
1: This is ridiculous.
3: I've never been so insulted in my life. Wait until I put this review online. Your restaurant will be ruined.
2: Hold on, hold on. Let's see what's going on first. Who are you guys, anyway? I'm Mr. Red.
3: I'm Mr. Blue. And I'm Mr. White.
1: How very patriotic.
3: Yes. Why don't you
0: tell us what the actual problem is?
2: Okay, well I came to give them the bill, but none of them want to pay. They don't want to pay?
1: What's the deal, fellas? It's not that we can't pay.
3: It's just that we want to have a certain style of paying. Sure, the one with the red shirt always pays. Okay, just show us the shirts. It's not that easy. We only show you the shirts if you guess correctly. You see, that's why we wore these coats. We don't want you to know our shirts unless you can use your powers of deduction to figure it out. I was wondering why you
1: three were wearing coats in this hot weather.
3: The interesting thing is that we're all wearing different colored shirts than our names. That's correct, Mr. Blue. Come on, guys, can't you pay? I have other tables to get to.
1: I'm sorry, it's what we do.
3: If it makes you feel any better, we'll leave a huge tip if you get it. But if you don't...
2: If she doesn't...
3: We won't pay.
2: This is so odd. Who does this kind of thing?
1: All in a day's work for a math detective.
3: We'll give you a hint. The one wearing the white shirt was the one that agreed with me.
2: Hmm, I don't know if that helps. I don't know, this is a tough one.
0: It certainly is. What do you think, Sam? Got this one in you?
1: I don't see why not. Edition, why don't you spell out the problem for us?
2: Okay. Mr. Red, Mr. Blue, and Mr. White meet for lunch. Under their coats, they're wearing either a red, blue, or white shirt. Mr. Blue made the observation that they are all wearing different colored shirts from their names. The man wearing the white shirt says, wow, Mr. Blue, that's right. We need to figure out who's wearing what color shirt. Once we do that, uh, we'll pay the check and give a huge tip.
0: That seems about it.
2: Wow, Mr. Subtraction, do you think you can solve it?
1: Of course we can.
2: How are you going to do that?
1: Simple. We're going to use math.
0: Now it's your turn, families. Go ahead and work on the problem. We'll have the solution and the exciting conclusion on Monday night. See you then.